0: Hello my name is Jim, this is my podcast The Bloody Vegans, you're very welcome to it. Each week I'll be travelling ever deeper into the world of veganism, discovering along the way a multitude of viewpoints from the political and ethical to the practical. I'll be doing this through a series of conversations, each aiming to further illuminate my understanding and hopefully yours of all things plant centric. And this week is no different. This week I'm going to be chatting with Jade Crawford, the head chef at Forest Green Rovers, off spoken to jade a couple of times now and uh it's nice to catch up it's been a while it was uh, the beginning of lockdown since we last spoke uh and actually a year since we first spoke so uh in this in this uh, little chat we're going to be talking about all kinds of different things from social media to the continued kind of impacts of lockdown on uh on uh, our own our own kind of experience as well as that of uh the football club at forest green and um businesses and uh so on and so forth so it's it's a long rambling chat really but uh hopefully uh a nice uh, a nice warm feeling from uh, a chat with two familiar folks so uh here's a conversation between me and Jade Crawford
1: Hello. Hello. How is it?
0: Uh test, 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 test,
1: test.
0: It's all right at the minute.
1: Yeah, okay, cool. Hopefully.
0: <laughs> what were you we saying? Yeah, seeing people face to face. So it's good yeah. it's good in a way 'cause I I get to interview people that um like normally i i probably wouldn't have <laughs> um or not not that i wouldn't have because i think I was, I was at the very beginning still doing some of this like some of the the online stuff but um i think i i, I tended to um prefer to see people face to face so i would probably prioritize guests that i could actually see um
1: right.
0: whereas now not having that option um yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sort of really longing for it. I think, because it's just different. Like, it's, it is good, but I think we've probably all found it. Like, most of our jobs are like <laughs> speaking to people on screens. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it gets tiresome <laughs> after a while.
1: literally life now, isn't it?
0: <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's like my my little um my little boy is. Scarily, like is you know two and a half, and he knows. Well, it's sort of like in his head now that like grandma's on Facetime,
1: Uh... which
0: which is sad, really, because he's you know. uh,
1: Has he not seen her for a long time?
0: Well, not really. Not since I think there was a period of time like I can't even remember now where these lockdowns like I think it was between. Was it between lockdown one and two that yeah I think it was wasn't it where we had um, some time where we could go and see people and I think
1: July August kind of September when we when it was like okay wasn't it
0: yeah yeah that sort of time and um, he saw he saw like grandparents then Um, he hasn't seen my mum at all since the whole thing started because she's um, like sort of in in an extremely vulnerable category. So, um like she's got no immune system kind of thing. So it would really you know it would really badly affect her.
1: Oh man.
0: So he hasn't seen her since then, so she's come in completely FaceTime. Um but yeah, my my uh, mother in law's side, he's seen her a couple of times and over the summer. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rough. It
1: makes you wonder, like, what it's doing for their development, doesn't it? Like having to do like schools over a screen and speaking yeah. to their teachers on the phone and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, totally, the, or definitely. Like, yeah, I, on one, on so I, I go back and forth because, like, the, there's the there's the, all of that stuff which is negative. I mean, Arthur's been lucky in a way because he's in nursery and nurseries are still open and stuff. So, mm. um it's been okay for him from that perspective that he's been able to still socialize and still see his friends. Like even now the nurseries are open. So he's still going to nursery. Um, But uh, so for him, it's different, but school kids. Yeah, absolutely right. But I think on the flip side, like, and, and I appreciate this, this is sort of, you know, it's not a complete, complete view here but because there's lots of bad stuff too on the flip side i think everyone is in quite a rush to get back to like normality and i do wonder whether normality is you know everyone's it's, i feel like the liberty that everyone wants is like to go back to their jobs and get on trains again and pay thousands of pounds for season tickets and yeah do you know what i mean i know it's not as simplistic as that because for many people like that that's not their jobs and so on and so forth but for lots of people it's like we want to get back and feed the corporate machine <laughs> <It's>
1: like, yeah <laughs> like, really yeah, definitely. why
0: i think it's like <laughs> i feel like it's almost like it could be an opportunity to completely you know restructure the system and think about what's important in life i, I fear almost that we're all in such a rush to get back to it, though, that we won't sort of force that change. But,
1: yeah.
0: I don't know. What's your, what's your view on all of that?
1: <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> go
0: straight in at the deep end.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally get what you mean. Um, and yeah, all stuff like that. And honestly, like, it's weird because. Not going to work as much actually made me want to work less. You know, like, you know, like, the less you do, the less you want to do kind of thing. That's like, <laughs> yeah. like literally killing my motivation so hard. Right,
0: okay, yeah. Um,
1: but, yeah, I guess because everyone led such a busy life before, um, taking a break, obviously for the, the planet as well, isn't such a bad thing. Mm. But I think we are we humans have just constantly been so busy 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 for like hundreds of years well not hundreds of years actually but like the the last at least like 50 years like everything's been absolutely manic and you realize how fast paced your life has been until it stops and you're like i don't know what to do with myself yeah yeah
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah, i i mean obviously on the flip side again is like we're know we're incredibly social beings and like we said earlier like there's what there's a point is it's great to have this reflection time but it it would be better to have that time with friends and family and that's really hard to not to not be able to do that unless you're sort of you know lucky enough as I am to be in a little you know my little family unit of myself and my little boy and my other half so exactly
1: yeah
0: you know, I I've, I count us pretty lucky, really, because not everyone's got that. You know, yeah. Um, and and I also appreciate like it's easy to say, oh, I don't want to go back to the the rat race of it all when you've got stability and like your your job's okay and all the rest of it. Whereas for some people, it's like that's not, yeah
1: need to make some money like yeah so people are getting help on their mortgages which is great but like people that are renting they're not getting any help at all like how are they supposed to how are they supposed to pay their rent you know yeah and then and then actually it makes me think so if you can get help on your mortgage maybe the landlord's getting help but they still getting (laughs) the people the tenants to pay rent yeah wouldn't surprise me but yeah, no, I totally get what you mean. I'm in a really fortunate position that I'm, I've am i kept my job through this and you know, I'm getting paid. But there's a lot of people out there like I need the world to go back to normal so that my kids can go to school so then no. I can go to work or just so that I can get myself a job, you know?
0: It's, it's so complex, isn't it? As to whether... I think that's the... And I'll keep going on about this in like recent episodes of the podcast about other things. But I think this is like... One of the other things that I think is a bit of a negative of this is like we're all living our lives through social media, probably so much more than we did before. Cause it's, it's our connection point with people. Yeah. And it, and you can't get the nuance of all of this conversation, like out there in social media. So if somebody says, I think lockdowns are shit because of this and that's okay. That's fine. But and that is like I agree with that perspective, dependent on your angle. But mm-hmm. I also think there's a lot of other angles that <laughs> where that's not the case. So it's, do you know what I mean? It's I, yeah. I worry that uh, us living our lives through social media and not seeing each other and not having discussions and debates is is damaging, sort of socially as well. That
1: we yeah
0: we start to just hate each other more because it's like everyone's so polarized you know
1: yes and everyone everyone has different views so like if you like i don't know i'm low on your story that your friend doesn't agree with then your friend's gonna like not talk to you for a week because they have <laughs> yeah. different views to you yeah. and it's all just because of how damaging social media is and it's like it's literally like pulling us all apart
0: totally and if <laughs> if you'd had that at work you know like your your friend colleague had said something you disagreed with you you would you'd you know you there and then you'd say well i don't think so because of x y and z you'd have a bit of a to and fro and it would probably be over by lunchtime you know I mean? But like you yeah. say with social media, like you sit there and stew. You see the post, and I can't believe they think that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and then you sort of pass. You know, you see people like passively aggressively responding to that post, but not directly to the person. So they'll post something else that's against that. Do you know what I mean? yeah Sorry.
1: Which will get someone else's back up. So like domino effect. Yeah, it's so bad. I th- I think as well like a lot of people that would say you know you said if, if you had debate with your colleague a lot of people will say something through a screen that they would never say yeah, in real life so true. like keyboard warriors like so they'll true. just you know they'll say all these things you're like you would never say that to my face like so that's why people get so angry and obviously people are bored. They haven't got anything going on. So <laughs> yeah, it makes it even worse.
0: Well, and I think it's so easy, isn't it? To reshare and like amplify something when I, people haven't necessarily done the, the due diligence on where that things come from. Mm. Um, and so somebody who has done the due diligence can get a little bit more upset about it. You know, I, I'm thinking about, um, somebody i know actually who uh posted some stuff quite a while ago now uh, connected to QAnon and that whole conspiracy kind of um crazy conspiracy theories and so on and um i kind of knowing the person i knew that it hadn't necessarily come from a place of like not that they hadn't researched it, but they there was some context that they might not have been aware of um, as to who's posting that kind of stuff and the fact that it's got these far-right far connections and all these kind of things. And, um, and so, you know, she was then getting kind of like, rather than people kind of saying, you know, this is where this came from, like people just pile in. You know, they don't necessarily... Uh, You know, help her to understand what what it is that she's reposting in a gentle way, like you would if, you know, like I say, uh, you'd if if you're at work with somebody, you'd say, "Oh, I heard about this thing. You know, what do you think of that?" And you know, hopefully, your friends would go, "Well, no, you want to watch out for that because of this, this, and this," Mm -hmm. and then you could make an informed sort of decision. Whereas that doesn't, I think, it's so easy to share something. You're kind of like, "What do you think of this?" At work is like posted to <laughs> three thousand followers and however many other people, and we're replacing social interaction with with social media, which is a bit bit dangerous. This thing just stopped recording, so I've just hit record on it again. Sorry, no, it's all right. It only stopped for a second. I, I clocked it pretty quick. Um, yeah, where where were we? We were talking about social media and stuff like that, and I had a something I was going to ask you. Lately forgotten now yeah that was it that's what i was going to say so yeah i remember last time we spoke actually because it was like lockdown and you were talking about we talked about a similar kind of subject because you know social media kind of comes up and you know <laughs> in, in discussions and i remember then you being pretty good at being disciplined about just being off it and just enjoying your life <laughs> <laughs> yeah. have you managed to enjoy my life. <laughs> have you mani- well yeah as much as you can have you managed to sort of maintain that through you know since we last spoke
1: um yeah I the thing is I just go through stages like one minute I'll be really into it and like for example um in January from probably the first week of January I was like right it's big January I'm going to post every day I drafted a load of posts and then I did it for about two weeks and I just was like I, I can't i just couldn't i got to a point where i couldn't bring myself to just open the app i was just like <laughs> because the big as it's like i when i feel when i start to feel um i don't even know how to describe how i feel like there's too much competition sometimes and like mm. um you know if you're if you put all this effort it's really funny actually like i put a i don't know if i no, I probably i put a beans on toast picture on right and it got like 530 likes i was like <laughs> And, it was, and then ones that I actually put a lot of effort in, like, they don't get as many likes. I'm like, what? I just don't understand. It's just like sometimes we need to take a step back. And um, and it's not just, it's not even just about the likes, it's just like the amount of kind of pressure we put on ourselves with the social media, mm-hmm. just like, we have to post at this time every day um, for this amount of people to see it. And we need to keep up with the stories. And it's like, to be honest, I haven't really got much to post about at the moment because my life's really boring. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not and and then and then you find yourself doing things purely for social media yeah and I, I don't want to live my life around social media regardless of whether i'm trying to build up a following or not that's just not the way i want to live my life so yeah i just have to take a step back sometimes and realize that it's not it's not the be all and end all if i don't put a post on every day so yeah i do try and stay grounded with it quite a lot
0: i agree with you it's quite a, it's a imagine quite a crowded space as well like you know, the sort of the food Instagramming kind of chefs, but you know, food bloggers. Yeah, there's so much out there, I can imagine it would feel like quite a pressure.
1: Like so you much. Yeah. And the thing is, with my food Instagram, I only really follow food pages or pages that are linked to, you know, Jade's Green Kitchen. So all I see is other people's food pictures, which obviously, you know, you're seeing that like the competition out there and everything like that. But you think God, there's so much of it out there, but obviously with other people, like say my friends, they don't follow any vegan food pages, <laughs> right? So I would, they wouldn't see it how I see it. But I'm just constantly like, you know, and everyone says always someone you know doing a bit more than you, and then obviously that can actually make you feel a bit down and think I need to do more, but I also haven't got the motivation to do more right now, and that is probably yeah, that's like that's a big thing as well as motivation. Through the lockdown situation, it's like I swear it just gets worse. But
0: yeah, yeah, you you were in a pretty um. I remember you being quite a, like a creative space last time we spoke about it. Like you were kind of like uh, you know really getting into like trying different recipes and so on and so forth. Yeah. Like, yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, that was like that was because it was beginning to vlog. Yeah, I was totally. Like, yeah, I've got loads of time off work. Yeah, and then I'm like, well, I've had about a year off. I haven't been full time for. Wow. It'll be a year in March, so um, it's nice going into work. But obviously, it's quiet. It's not the same as it used to be. Right. Um, even a match day is just really quiet. We only really feed the players, um, directors and the academy, like the ball boys, that's it. So it's, I don't have any of my team in, so it's just me in the kitchen. Um, so it's just, everything's different and don't get me wrong, like I've been, you know, I've been writing up recipes, just, I, I wish that I could, you know, find the motivation to do more. Like I want to bring up, bring out a cookbook, but, um, And, you know, I've got, like, goals of where I need to be throughout the year to do that. Um, But, again, it's like, yeah, just some nights I'm just like, But I guess everyone has that because... totally.
0: I think everyone's in that space.
1: Yeah. And I guess as a sociable person, you you need people to kind of bring you up and bring you out of that slum and, like, not being able to see people is, you know, it probably makes that a lot harder.
0: Well, I imagine particularly, like in your line of work like being a being a chef on a on an incredibly busy like match day the, like the camaraderie of all your team around you the buzz of like people on a, on mm-hmm. you know there's so many people at, at fgr on a match day and so on like you can't really replicate that like no matter how many recipes you come up with at home it's like
1: <laughs> exactly it's just not the same it's not yeah exactly
0: yeah
1: so, and then as well the annoying thing is is like going back to the social media thing is like I you know i where I've traveled like I follow people from different countries and just basically every country seems to be just going back to life like <laughs> living their lives but England are just still locked down and it's winter and it's just we can't even go out and play in the sun so there's, like, people, people, you know, in Australia, in Thailand, they're all, like, going out for meals and blah, blah. Yeah. We can't – why?
0: <laughs> well, I think we did make a spectacular cock-up of it. <laughs>
1: well, with the help out to eat out thing.
0: Well, I don't think I, – I think there's various bits, you know. I mean, I'm not – I wouldn't profess to being, you know, a government expert, but, <laughs> um, you know, like, we've only just recently closed the borders from an international travel perspective which is pretty bonkers when you think you know you can't move between this county and this county but i could fly in from yeah. wherever um which is really strange um so like that you know like you say eat out to help out that and the cost i mean this is more of a social type issue but the cost of that and then when you compare that to the cost that's been invested in um. Giving school meals, and you've probably seen some of the like, you know, pretty horrifying images of what kids were given as this school meal package. You know, which was shocking. Yeah. Um. So, you know, like th- that kind of stuff, and 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 even now, I think, you know, we're we're really, you know, we're in the grips of it. Seventeen hundred people over the last twenty four hours have you know lost their lives, but you can still click and collect something from argos yeah so <laughs> i just i just sort of think we're we're trying to and i appreciate it. it's an impossible task it's you're trying to keep businesses open you're trying to keep things going and at the same time but i think there's been the timing of lockdowns the the tier system mm. you know it just some of it just didn't make
1: it didn't make sense sense but like they were like, okay, if it's that bad, why are you giving us three days over Christmas where we can just go and yeah, see people? Precisely. Like, I know it's Christmas, but if it's that bad. Yeah. But like look at New Zealand. When they first when it first came about in March or whenever it was, they completely locked down, they closed everything, all shops, and just said like stock up because you can't go out for two weeks, basically. And they're completely rid of it now.
0: Yeah. And uh, well yeah, I mean I I was looking um in a, in one of the, the longer days through lockdown i was looking at um the stats of american cities in in the the period of the spanish flu in the 90 in 1918 which was kind of like an equivalent of this pandemic yeah. although i think it actually took a lot more lives globally but mm-hmm. um and and there, it was this it was obviously a time when people weren't flying between cities in the states and so on because you know yeah, air travel wasn't 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 what it is And um, it was really fascinating. Essentially, what this article was showing was the death rates and hospital admissions of different cities where they'd put in different restrictions. And essentially, the cities that tried to, American cities that tried to go in and out of lockdown, basically were in it for 10 times longer than the places that essentially shut down and completely shut down like you could not do anything but they did it for a you know probably an extended period of time but one massive hit and yeah. just everything shut down and it 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 sort of stopped it um in those cities and um i the bit i can't sort of and there's obviously there's much cleverer people than me in charge of all of this so i'm not really in any position to that I, sa- I say that as <laughs> boris johnson and 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 his <laughs> crowd i'm not including them but uh, you know hopefully yeah. the scientists are well they are a lot cleverer than me um and and i and so i think do do, do they not see the historic because we've been here before well, it's not like this is the world's first global pandemic mm. um they're not see like the you know the parallels between that say that 1918 spanish flu and then how it was dealt with effectively in some places and not in others i don't know i don't know
1: exactly yeah you think they'd look at that and bloke we'll learn from that but you think you'd a lot of so. things and, you know,
0: <laughs> you'd hope <then>. so <laughs> you'd hope so but yeah <laughs> probably probably not what was the um the period of time like because there was a weird period of time for people who don't know who aren't in the uk where sort of football matches got crowds back in in certain tiered areas mm. so you got i think you guys did for a while didn't we, we did
1: yeah we had when was it so it would have been obviously we're locked down in november so i think maybe august or october we have right. probably had about i don't know we only had so we had fans in um that were just outside but they weren't allowed to eat or anything that was up to a thousand i think right and then, um, and then we had about two games where we actually had people eating inside there, but only oh god, not many at all. Um, and that was plated food. God, that seems like so long ago. Um I'm and, Yeah, that was like two games, and then we went back into lockdown. So yeah, did,
0: should... I didn't get to go.
1: Yeah, I know. I was in the wrong oh, tier god. as
0: well. That was the problem. Even if I wanted to, I was in the wrong tier. So I'll... i I couldn't travel to to uh, to sort of Stroud because I wasn't. No. I
1: think. But the thing is, it's like as well as well and good as it is letting people in for the for the football clubs, the amount you have to, the amount they have to pay out on staffing, on um, making sure social distancing is, yeah. you know, um, playing for the food. By the time most of it was season ticket holders anyway, so by the time right. you know we've uh you've only had obviously you're not allowed you have to have people sit in a bubble, so it was obviously the sixth rule, so you couldn't sell a suite with more than six people in, but they have to be from a household, so you're rarely filling up the suites and then the um the people in hospitality where you guys were that time yeah, I mean they have to be a table of six and it has to be in a bubble, but that's so hard to get that amount of people so by the time you've paid for all the staff. And everything like that, you barely break even anyway. So it's like either do it or don't.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, it was a tricky old time.
1: You can't. They weren't allowed to drink. Obviously, it was just like a drink with their meal. Right, um, and that was it. So yeah, I don't know. It's just a bit. It's all a bit weird, isn't it? And sad.
0: <laughs> it is sad, but hopefully we'll get we'll get through that. Yeah, hopefully.
1: I think so. You've got so, to stay positive.
0: Yeah, I don't. Deb- <laughs> Honors actually continuing the negative. Thing. I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did want to talk to you about. Is um, it Article One Seven One
1: Amendment One Seven One? It's funny you say that because I was just thinking about that but when you were kicking. Bef-
0: before I do though, because just because we're on a an FGR thread. Mm. Um, I don't have you. Do, have you done what's it called? Heaven's Devils. Have you done that podcast yet?
1: I have. Yeah, I did it uh, last. Amazing. Week, or the week before or something. Yeah. How was it? Yeah, it was really funny actually.
0: Those guys are hilarious. They are, aren't they? Yeah.
1: Have you done one with them? Or? No, I
0: haven't. No, but I I came across it and um, thought, oh, it's like a you know Forest Green fans yeah. podcast, and then realised that they were like two guys from New York, and they, they'd started play. Was it they started playing FIFA or something? And they p- decided one day to pick Forest Green Rovers, having not known who they were. But mm. now have become like obsessives of the club.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they've got like, a, they dedicate a podcast to Forest Green. They've um, <laughs> obviously got their Instagram, and it's just, it, oh, it's, they're hilarious. So like, they're such characters. They um, When I went on there, they played Gessopy the Recipe. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, I had to guess, like, he would describe one of my recipes in one word, and then I had to guess which one it was. And um, against the other guy because obviously they weren't together because they don't live together. So they right, were there right. was two of them, and then yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it was just it was pretty funny actually. They were just um, it, I just find it amazing like they're all the way in New York and they just love this tiny little club. It's amazing. It? <laughs>
0: it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I've said to them when this is all over and if they come to the UK, I'll 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 put them up and
1: um oh, nice. and we'll
0: go to a Forest Green game together. So, oh, that's uh, so
1: nice. That'd be really cool.
0: It would be, yeah. A little podcast yeah. connection from across the pond. But
1: Yeah.
0: I love what they're doing. I think it's it's amazing. It is, yeah. It's just
1: it's just so cool. People are like so interested in it as well.
0: It's gotta be like, you know, one of one of the only clubs in the world at that level with such a following. Like obviously you've got the Manchester United and so on, but yeah. I doubt there's many clubs in like the
1: league two fourth
0: tier of english football
1: yeah who
0: or fourth tier of any country's football who have that kind of global appeal like people love it across world. it's amazing
1: it's nuts. he was like yeah um you know so many people here in new york know your name i was like (laughs) (laughs) what he
0: he actually the the guy who runs it like messaged me and and was uh, was like, yeah, I've listened to the, the the episodes you did with Jade, and you know, I was like, wow, I wouldn't don't listen to me for preparation for. <laughs> but
1: oh, that's so nice. clearly, he,
0: he ignored all of my um my line of questioning with Gessopy the recipe. <laughs> I didn't do anything like that. I feel like I feel bad. I didn't invent a game. No,
1: no, no. Well, he was like, oh, maybe because we only had what was it? I think oh because i had to do a webinar with um the academy kids like to treat, teach them about nutrition and so i had that afterwards so i was like i've only had like 45 minutes um so he was like okay well we'd like we basically end up chatting like we are now just about random stuff and he was like Okay, we've, we're talking about forest Green, Like so we really want to know about Jay's Green Kitchen as well. So we we'll have to get you on for a, a second episode because we're basically just playing the game most of the time <laughs> and um, talking about talking about forest green, which obviously they're really into. So that's fine. But yeah, so
0: I think it's it's sent them vegan as well, hasn't it? I think yeah,
1: I think they started fully vegan in, in January for Veganuary. Yeah, Amazing. so
0: mm. oh, fair play to them.
1: Yeah, it is really good. People
0: should check that podcast out if they haven't. Heaven's Devils, I think that's what it's called, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely check it out.
0: I wonder what the sort of, you know, your season ticket-holding Forest Green fan makes of it. (laughs) What the hell are these two doing? (laughs)
1: <laughs> like your um, the ones that have been like season ticket holders yeah. for like, fifteen years, like probably don't really care about the food. They just like really support Forest Green. Yeah, yeah. So like, what is this, honestly?
0: I've always yeah. wondered that generally, actually, about whether the 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 sort of more died in the wall supporters from back in the day, how they feel about the sort of the you know the more the the new supporter who's like. <laughs> a pair of yeah. millennial vegans from New York, <laughs> you know, how do they feel about that? Whether they think yeah. it's brilliant that they've got all this appeal and, or whether they're kind of a bit disgruntled by it. It's like, well, this is, this isn't, this is our town sort of thing. You know? Yeah. I'm a,
1: I'm a well, I've actually spoken to, so we've got, um, a family that have been coming 15 years, season ticket holders. Um, and he, I spoke to him, um, well, when I kind of like just about a year into me having the job and I was like, how do you feel, you know, about the fact that the club went vegan and you've been here for, coming for so long, like way before it was vegan, way before Dale day we even owned it. And he was like, at first I was so annoyed. Like, I, I was like thinking about not coming back, but he was like, but and then I tried the food and do you know what? I'm really enjoying having my one day a week where, I'm ve- where it's vegan and if the food's nice and what's the problem, you know? So... Yeah, I mean, he didn't really say. I don't know if he follows like the fan base or goes on the yeah. forum much or anything. But... <laughs> it's yeah, it's but amazing. Yeah, I think people at first probably get might get a bit mythed by it, but you just gotta, things, things change them. at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I don't think they can like, you know, if you've ever eaten at any other football ground in the in the country, like their food is it's not even in the same league it's
1: like <laughs> well
0: it, it isn't like it's like it's you not know,
1: homemade is it it's like
0: incredible like you know you'd go there to I, well we would go there to to eat like as a restaurant forget like the football's like almost just, it's almost a secondary yeah. that you get to watch a game of football
1: honestly we've had people from sweden come and be like oh we're not really into football we just wanted to come and try the food
0: <laughs> totally and i can understand it so there's there's nothing there's nothing like it. You should set up a restaurant, Jade.
1: Oh my god, I'd love to. I would love to do that. That's like my dream to have. Maybe not a restaurant because, like you know, constantly working, but a cafe. Mm-hmm. That's what. That is what I would absolutely love. But I just need some money behind me first. Yeah.
0: That's the problem. Problem, generally. Oh, I haven't, I haven't <laughs> changed this actually as well.
1: This for What's that? Oh, nice! Is that a sticker or?
0: It's a little coaster.
1: Oh wow, that's cool! That
0: was my present from Arthur for my birthday.
1: Oh, oh that's so forest green coaster, nice, oh. very
0: cool. <laughs> anyway, that's a little. That's that's the the FGR talk for the minute. Uh,
1: okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amendment one seven one. So, yeah. to, for folks who don't, you probably better introducing what it is for for, mm-hmm. for folks than I would
1: yeah um well okay so basically i only found out about this the other day and it's been going on since october so obviously on my you've probably seen on my uh, instagram today that i've been like sign the petition um so basically what it is is the eu have well they have banned but it hasn't come into effect yet the terms um milk alternative um yogurt alternative um what else yogurt like Um, anything that you'd say even um, like oat milk oat drink and the maddest part for me is that they're trying to ban plant-based products in anything that would look like a dairy container so obviously you know what oat milk comes in or any plant-based milk comes in you're not they're trying to ban putting it in that container but obviously the reason the dairy industry don't own that container is because it keeps it freshest yeah and also with yogurts but it's the reason that they're doing it is because they think that consumers are going to get confused and not buy (laughs) the dairy product they're going to buy the plant based product which wouldn't be a bad thing anyway but yeah i mean as if they've got a leg to stand on with that i can't believe it's actually that's actually going ahead like the eu have gone ahead with it and the uk and it's now in the uk and there's a petition to sign so if you can all you know sign it that'd be great um to say you know i just there's just no logic in it obviously as you probably know um there was a um case with like vegan burgers or plant-based yeah. burgers plant-based, and that didn't go through so why is it different for now the dairy industry because yeah the plant-based industry is growing and it will keep growing but it's never ever going to have this um, same amount of income as the dairy industry
0: an absolute fraction isn't it it's like millions versus literally billions isn't it yeah
1: yeah and they're still fretting over it like why
0: in a way though it i don't know do do you think it it, it's kind of shows that we're winning
1: yeah yeah because they're they're it's getting to them yeah yeah definitely but we won't be able to win if this goes ahead because like it's going to affect a lot. It's going to, you know, just even court cases for the plant-based companies to go through this for no reason. What? What is the reason? Yeah. Like you've got to be a bit mm, to pick up a oat milk and think that oh my god, no, I meant to buy milk. <laughs> you know.
0: Clearly, it's not about confusion at all, is it? I mean, like yeah. even even the carton, you know, the Tetra Pak carton that you get milk in, uh, get your oat milk in. They sell orange juice in that. No one's, like, picking that up going, oh, such God, I can't believe it. I've bought <laughs> I've bought some <laughs> orange juice. I didn't mean to get Tropicana. I meant to get full fat, you know. It's,
1: exactly. That is, like, such a good point. They don't own the packaging. Like, I just don't. Loads I, of things
0: in Tetra packs, you know, coconut water and, all. you yeah. know, all kinds of different drinks, all fruit juices <laughs> that are in yeah. Tetra packs. It's,
1: exactly. It's
0: bonkers.
1: Which is causing the plant-based companies to then spend loads of money on rebranding, yeah, and uh, oh, just among other things, it's just absolutely nuts. So we need to fight, fight back. To yeah, hundred
0: percent. And I think that petition's got like what is it, eighty something thousand signatures quite quickly.
1: Yeah. I looked this morning; it had ninety thousand. And wow. now, it has like ninety-five thousand. So
0: yeah, I, it feels like it's sort of gathering momentum pretty quickly. Yeah. Whether it will be enough to to stop it, I don't know. But in a way, I think I, I like I I, th- I saw an advert a while ago. I think it was an Oatly advert actually for a yogurt. No, it was an ice cream that 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 they had. Like a I think it was like blueberry ice cream or something. But it was like one of those side of a bus stop type adverts, mm. and it was really smart because it was some. It said something like, "We're not allowed to call this ice cream." So we won't. So they've essentially called it, you know, they've told you what it is yeah. by saying we're not allowed to call it. <laughs> I love Oatly.
1: They're so funny with Which their is, branding. It's really clever. Like,
0: yeah. yeah. So I wonder, yeah. like companies like Oatly and, and Minor Figures, who I'm representing with my strange oh, jumper nice. um, today, uh, who are quite, you know, they are pretty clever with their marketing. I, I almost Ooh. wonder if they'll actually end up turning some of this to their advantage and, Making a bit of a joke of it and um, and actually getting more attention as a result,
1: you know. Probably, yeah. Like they, I mean, yeah, they probably are making, make, giving it more attention, like or like putting the name out there. I guess to maybe yeah. people that don't know much about plant based products, because it, I'm sure it's like in the newspapers and stuff, or it mm. will be at least. But yeah, like you say, yeah, the, the, the
0: worry is the legal cases and the kind of the the financial. Um, implications to those businesses how much a rebrand would cost or uh, you know that could be really damaging especially to you know some of these companies are not huge you know by scale Um, now Oatly's (laughs) relatively big and I know it's got some big financial backing recently and so on but minor figures is still a pretty small business
1: Exactly. Um,
0: there's you know some there's Mighty P which is another one again quite a small business yeah, you know, there's quite a few of those um, smaller, smaller businesses in this space. So you know, that is that is worrying if that if that happens. And yeah, we absolutely need to get get behind it. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the thing is, is like the EU um, can't remember the figures now, but they've got they tried to they wanted to be um, carbon neutral by what was it some year. 2050 or something Mm. and it just completely goes against that because they're they're trying then to put more money into the dairy industry
0: yeah totally
1: and think about all that money that even if it doesn't go ahead all that money that has been weighted on these court cases what that money could have been done what could have been done with that money planting trees you know like just anything towards the environment (laughs)
0: literally anything other than fighting court cases about what you can call milk (sighs)
1: Ridiculous.
0: Like, what? Yeah, crazy <laughs> stuff. But then uh, I always think that with those those climate targets where they say twenty fifty, I always think you know you think what, what the um election cycle is what four years. Mm. That basically says we're not going to deal with it like somebody else can deal with it because it's out of our jurisdiction. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I always think they're never aggressive enough. You know the 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 latest science says we've got eight years i think it is to avoid uh causing any further like you know, uh, environmental catastrophe eight years you know like we can't afford to be you know messing around with what milk's called
1: yeah i know exactly <laughs> there's such bigger things going on in mm. the world and they're fucking worrying about i'm sorry that's
0: right you can <laughs> you can swear <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah it's just uh it makes yeah, you want to so strong do i feel about it <laughs>
0: you want to swear, but then like you say the burger one didn't really work did it so let's hope let's hope the milk one doesn't
1: fingers crossed yeah i just can't even believe there was this in discussion to be honest it's a
0: weird thing and and if you if you go down that route as well you you know you've got a milk milk um like coconut milk and cashew butter and all these things that we've have been called names of dairy products and so on for years mm. are we going to end up changing the name of all of them
1: yeah peanut butter's always been peanut butter yeah so <laughs> no why is confused. that okay you know what, the <laughs> amount of people that actually is really funny that say to me wait you can you eat peanut butter i'm like yeah it's peanuts and they're like yeah. oh, but i thought it was butter <laughs> butter is just like a term i guess for like a spread, isn't it? Really?
0: We should get a dictionary definition. I haven't got. I haven't got. Yeah. A it, but we should. We should look it up. I feel like. Mm. I feel like we need to. I'll look it up now. Do it. See what the dictionary definition of butter is. <laughs> so officially, <laughs> it's a pale yellow, edible, fatty substance made by churning cream and used as a spread or in cooking. Oh, so it
1: doesn't technically say it has to be from a cow. It
0: doesn't. Technically, say so has to be yeah, from but it's pale
1: yellow, and yeah,
0: but yeah, but yeah, yeah, it does have to be edible, fatty, and pale yellow, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't sound very nice when you say it like that.
1: No, it
0: doesn't. <laughs> yeah, well, let, let's let's hope everyone signs that petition and the uh, yeah. the, the, the the kind of like it goes the same way as the burger thing, and all it does is end up driving more um, uh, interest in veganism let's hope so well,
1: yeah let's fingers crossed more publicity
0: there's a few of these going on at the moment i think because it's like a record year for veganuary there's um i don't know if you've seen this one i think it was our like plant-based news did like a version of this advert that's come out that's kind of like essentially saying it, it, i think the, the tagline is eat balanced and it's mm. this this video that's out there that's like got a voiceover and it's saying how natural and and pure it is to eat meat because you know the uh the cows eat the grass that's you know and the rain comes down and grows the grass and the sun and it's, it's evoking all of this this imagery that just doesn't exist
1: yeah within those well, industries. a lot of the time the cows don't eat grass though do they
0: exactly they're (laughs) eating soya that apparently is uh destroying the planet but um yeah 90 percent of it's come you know is grown for the cows but yeah there's that there's another one that's um there's this guy calls himself i think he calls himself the ethical butcher you
1: heard of this guy
0: so he's not ethical at all he's a he's just a butcher
1: Oh right! Why would he call himself the ethical
0: butcher? So he's he's trying to remarket the idea of meat as being great for the planet by saying that what you need to do in order to make soil healthy is have live you know animals on it. I was about to say livestock, then, but I hate that word. It's like
1: yeah, it's,
0: it's not a thing, is it? Um Yes, yeah, so to, to, the only way you can make the the planet's soil healthy is by having animals on it and this kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. um, you know how well he looks after these the, the animals that he eventually like you know murders and butchers and so on, and he did this whole thing like this post that kind of went um, went viral that had um, I don't know if viral was the right technical term there, but it, it was very it was very big. And it it had like Veganuary crossed out and it said Regenuary. And so his whole thing was about regenerative farming.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah,
0: yeah. And he got into a whole back and forth with, as you can imagine, like the entire vegan community. Yeah. (laughs) I think um, Earthling Ed did a post about it that was quite good, like like rebutting all of his different points. But it is interesting that there's – a bunch of these different um you know like meat and dairy kind of backed uh, adverts out there and legislation trying to be passed and stuff mm. i think it yeah. all says that there's there's a fear amongst them
1: oh yeah there would be otherwise they wouldn't be bothering to fight it would they They'd just go like, oh, i'll let them leave them to it but yeah no just oh, yeah it's nuts it's crazy
0: the world's the world's t- like say, says progress you know things change mm. talking of that yeah. there's um i think it's is it liverpool who followed suit with boris green
1: meet free match days yeah yeah
0: yeah i heard about this the other day as well that's pretty cool
1: yeah i thought it was really cool too they made a video as so i think they um corn are now sponsoring them right i'm not sure whether they're doing it um for like every match day going forward or not, but they made a video of it anyway. I posted it on my Instagram and um yeah, they've they've decided to do a meet free match days, which is really good. Yeah, I meant to mention that actually when um yeah, when you were saying about oh, no, wait, that's... no, that's fine. But yeah, I meant to mention that earlier actually because um it's pretty cool that they're doing that and it's a big step. It's a huge step isn't it massive
0: or a club like you know in this with the spotlight have they reached yeah. out yet have they come to you for the q pie recipe
1: yeah <laughs> i don't know i mean i haven't obviously spoken to them I'm, I'm barely going into work at the moment but i mean paula might have spoken to them i know that um yeah she's in touch with quite a lot of um other clubs because we like you know we've had other clubs come and like try and get sustainability tips from us just from like you know what packaging we use to you know recipes and everything like that so that's cool yeah That'd be i actually had um so uh a few months ago and everything was like okay we had the guys from miami burger come um, oh did you to the ground yeah to yeah. try some of their bacon and stuff because um obviously you not bacon. not yeah. because yeah. I, me- I remember listening to your podcast with them um, yeah. Um, quite a while ago now and yeah so I thought I'd mention that to you because they're really cool guys actually with Tom no Tom wasn't there no it was, no it the, development not, yeah, yeah. the
0: development chef yeah yeah development
1: chef yeah and um, Jacob so yeah amazing yeah but they're really nice and their products are great as well so hopefully we're yeah gonna get, that's gonna be something of the future as well
0: that'd be cool they used to have um, a restaurant actually very close to where i am oh
1: because it was ready wasn't it yeah yeah yeah. so i
0: i used to eat there like twice a day (laughs) oh really (laughs) yeah i was trying like a sort of vegan super size me kind of diet like just but it was um you know their whole thing was like uh that it was healthy that was the idea (laughs) that they were they were concerned with like sugar and sat fat and stuff like that so um yeah which i think is you know we might have even talked about it before but the sort of um rise of uh you know your plant-based meats and so on is uh is always a bit of a controversial thing like within the sort of community as to whether it helps people transition uh, or actually just puts people off in the long run because a it's expensive and B, it's not actually that healthy for them if they keep eating them all the time sort of thing. I think I think yeah. we might have spoke about that before, but it's good to see them doing something different, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. And I think they've adapted a lot of their products so that they are a lot healthier. Yeah. Um, which is really good. But, I mean, it confused me when, like, one of the most annoying arguments for me from non-vegans is, if you're, if you're vegan, then why do you want something that looks and tastes like meat? But... <laughs> People have got to understand that not all vegans do it because they don't like meat. They do it because you know, for everyone has their own reasons for doing it. Oh really? But you know, like my main reason was started off for health. It was for the animals and for the planet. But if people are, you know, I used to, I used to be a big meat eater and I used to really enjoy meat. Mm. So now and again, if I get a craving, it's really good to have those substitutes to stop to them that you know, I'm so that I don't fall off the bandwagon. And go and eat a beef burger
0: or something, you know. It's it's a nonsense sort of argument, isn't it? Really, because like you know, you're I I I love the taste of chicken. I Mm. just don't want to kill a chicken,
1: exactly, to get
0: that taste. You know, so if somebody can give me that taste without the death,
1: (laughs) yeah, that'd be great.
0: (laughs) Yeah, then that's brilliant. And and to be honest, if I can't get that taste and it's a choice between killing something and never having that ta- I I just won't have that taste again. That's
1: Yeah, exactly. Fine.
0: It's not it's not worth anyone's life, you know.
1: No.
0: So yeah, it's, it's it's pretty bonkers to be fair that argument. But then you get all sorts of stuff thrown at you. I I always find um like veganism in a way like brings more people out. I, I ended up actually in this like sort of strange debate through somebody else who isn't even vegan, but they came to me and sort of said, can you give me some arguments to have a go back at this person (laughs) on Facebook who was just really angry that they'd gone into their local co-op and to buy some mints. And they were really angry that there was plant-based mints next to their mints.
1: What?
0: Yeah. So the whole thing was like, they were sort of saying, you know, these vegans think that they're saving the planet and actually they're, their food is worse because you know it's all the like air miles and you know all the all the usual sort of arguments that can be batted away. Um, but yeah, this 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 person I know like came to me and said, "Can you give me some arguments because I want to <laughs> I want to <laughs> combat this?" But it's it's amazing how much it triggers people. How how just like I I, I just said to, to to her like, "Don't I wouldn't even argue just." He doesn't just don't buy the buy your mints if you're that bothered. Like, yeah. it's not and if
1: anything, we should be the one that's bothered that is next to our plant based yeah. it's like going to poison
0: you or it or something, make <laughs> it smell. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I think you do have to sort of um this time of year, you sort of it, it does feel like you need to like equip yourself because you're going to get people come at you a bit more from the other side.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Why do you make people so angry? It's like, you live your life, I'm going to live mine. If you choose not to do that, that's fine. I'm not going to preach to you all day long, so just leave me alone.
0: <laughs> it's, it's very strange, isn't it? Like,
1: why does it matter to what other people eat to other people? Like What other people put in their body, I'm going to be mad at. Like, it just doesn't make it, any sense.
0: I think it's because it deep down somewhere, I think they, that person in the co-op <laughs> trying to buy their mints knows what they're doing is wrong and they're sort of they're almost like I'm going to argue with somebody to to make myself feel better about it because I know what I'm doing is wrong so I'm kind of hoping that loads of people would side with me and then I can sort of say see I'm right and I can feel better about myself yeah um I I, I think it reminds me a bit like years ago I used to smoke and um you sort of every so often you'd sort of realize that how bad it was for you. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Maybe you got like a really chesty cough or I don't know, you've rat, you went out for a run or something and it was like, Oh my God. Like, yeah. Or you wake
1: up with a hangover and you're
0: like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You you know, you get these feet and every, it's sort of just this little reminder, like, Oh my God, like I'm doing this thing that is literally killing me. It's really bad for me. And then, um, I'd almost, like, look for other smokers and, like, I don't know, even silly things like TV shows or films where people were smoking and it was cool. Yeah, yeah. I'd kind of almost look for those to, like, validate that I was okay doing it.
1: There are other people doing it, so that's fine, It's yeah. not
0: that bad because, yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly.
1: I, but I, really, they're probably thinking the same thing. I shouldn't be doing this, really.
0: Yeah. I yeah. wonder whether there's a similar psychology to it of, like deep down going back to the point about um amendment 171 it's not very catchy that is it
1: no
0: i, <laughs> I always feel like i'm saying it wrong when i say
1: um <laughs> it,
0: it it reminds me a bit of like um smoking in the not that i was there but from what you read of like smoking in the sort of 60s when people started to the science started to flip and started to say to people actually this is really bad for you uh, and this the cigarette industry kind of like was like, right? What do we do? We need to like, we're going to put lawsuits in against all of the the you know all the um, you know scientists who are saying that it's bad for you, and you know we're going to double down on the the you know what the the language and all, all the stuff that we're seeing now from milk mm. and dairy. It's interesting the parallel.
1: Yeah, it is like. Well, I mean, a good good. good, good, good. A good example of it is um that they used to advertise smoking like back yeah. in what fifties? Yeah. They literally used to advertise it and now it's like it's like opposite It's advertised but for the bad things that it does for you. <laughs> so hopefully in like thirty years I mean sooner hopefully, but obviously things take time, it might then there might be like I mean would they say that bacon, there's more carcinogens in or like one rasher of bacon there is in like 20 cigarettes that's
0: crazy so they're
1: gonna start putting like
0: the, the, yeah, like the, the, pictures the horrible on.
1: pictures on the bacon packet. i
0: remember when they brought i was still smoking when they brought the pictures in mm. it did work to be fair every did time, it work for you yeah every time i saw the pictures it did make me think oh god
1: yeah what <laughs> am i doing I need to yeah stop. what am i doing it's smoking as well it's like you're not like you're not getting that, you're not actually getting It's not like you're getting higher food, anything. you're literally not getting anything from it. No, like smoking, it's it's a weird one, isn't it?
0: Well, it's, that's that's how addictive it is. In a way, it's sort of like I, I feel like I've replaced it with sugar, and
1: oh, really? sugar, and
0: caffeine. It's mm. like if if I if I have a, a day or two or well, a day without having a coffee by a certain time of the morning, I start to feel not even like you don't feel you know you have the coffee and you feel great it's like you don't have the coffee and you don't even feel normal
1: oh really do you know what
0: I mean I think smoking is yeah. the same sort of thing you need it to just be on a on like level yeah you know like it mm-hmm. starts off as like you know your first cigarettes that you get a bit of a head rush and it's like oh yeah amazing and you know you think you look cool and all the rest of it but by the time you're addicted it's like you just just to feel normal
1: yeah which is a bad me- place
0: to be i think when you're in that space
1: yeah definitely it's not no especially when you've got to like wake up and smoke like when i used to like obviously drive to work <laughs> used to back in the day when we used to go to work back in the day when we used to go to work seeing people like eight in the morning like having a cigarette in their car and i'm like oh god yeah probably before makes- breakfast it's <laughs> to be me <laughs> Would
0: it? yeah it used to be me yeah back yeah. in the day well you
1: can you're out the other end now so at least you can t- look back did you give up smoking when your um little boy was born or was it before that no,
0: it was before then it oh, was um good. what eight years ago now something oh like wow that. yeah it was about eight years ago yeah nice. it was it was just um i think it was interesting it's like sura- i was surrounded i changed jobs and i was surrounded by people who Didn't smoke and who were healthy and Mm. like I'd come from a work culture that was about you know smoking and everyone was everyone smoked it was one of those places where like lunchtime is like everyone just went outside you know yeah um and it was that kind of a culture like hard working but you know poor eating poor you know poor living kind of culture and then I changed jobs to a place where everyone was like super healthy and all the rest of it and it just felt like it, it makes a, you feel
1: bad, doesn't it? It's almost old.
0: like... Yeah, the first time I, like, went for a cigarette break and people were like,
1: oh. Yeah, like, what? Somebody smoked. Would you, would you find it weird, um, like, if you meet someone that's vegan but they smoke, would you be a bit, like, weird? Mm. But I guess, like, obviously, like I said before, people, people do veganism do it, yeah. for different yeah. reasons. Like, if they're doing it for the animals but they're not really fussed about their health, then I guess... Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I... I it's really interesting not so much I, I don't think the health thing would i would i'd find odd but i do think um industries like tobacco and even actually and coffee and chocolate as well sort of suffer from this same thing is that there's a lot of exploit like human exploitation around the world yes. with those products if they're not ethically sourced and i do think so i, I find it a bit feel like this a little bit with products like you know when the vegan label gets slapped on every on loads of products now
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and i suppose technically speaking the product is vegan it's got no but i for me personally i, I think sometimes i equate the word vegan with some kind of ethical standard too yeah and maybe yeah. i shouldn't but i do and so when i see like a nestle chocolate bar yeah i i that says vegan on it and everyone's like oh wow they do and you know i kind of think yeah but it's still somebody's still getting exploited there that company's yeah. not particularly good i'm not paying for that
1: exactly you don't want to put your money towards it and it's no. exactly the same with um you know like kfc have bought out a, a burger yeah but i wouldn't ever buy a burger from kfc because the yeah. amount of going. chickens that they kill per day like it's so unethical and it's so inhumane like why would
0: i want to put my money to that so i'll just 100%. not buy a burger from kfc i don't want to go to kfc i've got no intention yeah cause, yeah you know so i yeah less so from the health side but i think and i have to be fair i've not actually looked into it to the same degree as like chocolate or coffee which was mm. I, I did have a good look at a while back and you know discovered a few things like direct trade coffee versus fair trade and what you know yeah. those kind of things um but yeah that the 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 smoking thing does jar a little bit but not as not as much to me as say like a nestle product or a k you know a kfc or whatever Mm. i almost think they're good for folks who aren't vegan who are considering it as opposed to people who are already there like why would you bother
1: yeah exactly yeah i don't know yeah no definitely it makes
0: sense
1: yeah
0: yeah okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right jade i think we i've taken up enough of your time
1: oh what time is it uh, yeah, no, i can't see anything right now so i'm just going with it it's 20 to not
0: it's 20 to nine <laughs> oh, okay people who don't know and we've been chatting for about an hour and 15
1: oh really god we always seem to do that don't we just chat away
0: chat away <laughs> all sorts of stuff yeah it's good
1: yeah, well, thanks so much for having me on again. It's been fun. Oh,
0: it's been a pleasure. You're the the second, third time guest.
1: Oh, really? Who uh, else did you have three times?
0: Chris. Chris Van Prague.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Technically speaking, though, I suppose, he had two podcasts and an Instagram Live.
1: Oh, so okay. I remember watching that, actually.
0: And the Instagram Live was put on the podcast. So I don't know if that counts. So technically, you could probably say that you're... Your third,
1: nice. <laughs> Your first,
0: sorry, and the yeah of and in th- in three podcasts. So yeah, yeah.
1: nice. That,
0: I feel like you should get like a in a I don't know football star should get a match ball to take home for the Patrick. yeah. I should
1: I should get a um, bloody vegans award of some sort. So of some sort, <laughs> yeah.
0: I'll I'll think about that. <laughs> it's been a pleasure.
1: Yeah, thanks so much. Take care. Hope the rest of lockdown goes all right for you. Oh, and
0: you keep saying. <laughs>
1: Thank you.